What a blessing. All right, we're continuing a series entitled The Light of the World. And, you know, we as believers, we come and it's a term that we know, it's a term we've heard. Uh, but when we think about just what that light represents for us and what, what it has meant and the Lord's being willing to be uh, that light. And this morning, I want to uh, take this passage of Scripture, and I think it'll be a help to us this morning. Matthew chapter 2, let's look again at verse number 1. The Bible says, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. And when Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And we look here that Christ is born in the world and the wise men who are in a far country, they know it. Why did they know it? Because there was a star. I don't want to look at that event and look at this passage in light of the truth that Jesus is the light of the world. And we're going to look at how, how God used light to bring these people to Christ. He is the light of the world. And so this morning, I want to speak to you on the subject, a light of influence, a light of influence. And let's pray. Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your word, uh, the power that's here, the examples that you give, the principles that it teaches. And I pray that uh, no matter where we are at in our own personal life, uh, there may be some that are unsaved. They have never come to a time, a place where they have received your light. They have not received you as salvation. And I pray that the light of God's word this morning uh, would draw them. I think about those that are saved. And I pray that your light would lead. And so uh, bless in every aspect and each need for each person for Christ's sake. Amen. So here we think about this light, this star. Uh, we see how uh, these individuals, uh, they see that there was a star in verse number two, saying, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star. And uh, what that was is they were, uh, they saw that light. They saw that star. In John chapter eight and verse 12, the Bible says, then spake Jesus again unto them saying, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in dark, darkness, but shall have the light of life. And let me tell you, no matter where you are at this morning, whether you are a saved individual, whether you are a lost individual, Jesus will bring light into your life. Jesus will bring light into your life. And it is not for saved people who know Christ to walk in darkness. Why? Because Jesus has brought light. And that light, it reveals uh, where we are at. And so the Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world. And uh, what a title uh, to have. 
When you, when you think about him and he says, I am the light of the world, he, uh, this is one of the seven I am statements uh, that Jesus has made. And that's a whole nother series uh, on the I am's uh, of, of uh, uh, the New Testament, the sayings of Christ there. But uh, he said, I am the light of the world. And that was a title. Uh, what a message that is given when he said, I am the light of the world. You know, sometimes we say something and we'll say it, but people don't really get what we just said. You know, Jesus said, I am the light of the world, and how many people do not get what he says when, it, when he said, I am the light of the world. We live, we live in a world of darkness. But Jesus came and he brought light. Can you imagine what it would be like without Christ. Can you imagine how dark the darkness would be when we look at the tribulation period and after the rapture, what is going to transpire is the believers are called out. Uh, And when that takes place and the believers are called out, uh, the Holy Spirit, the indwelling Holy Spirit in the believer is going to remove. And you know what? The Bible says, he that letteth will let. He that restraineth is going to restrain no more. And and there is going to be a time of evil and darkness like something, nothing, uh, like nothing has ever been. And so we have Jesus as the light of the world. What a title, what a message, what a meaning uh, that is given there. But with that, uh, being in a world of darkness, Jesus's presence, he brought light. His coming to the world brought light. That term light is the Greek word phos. Uh, We would transliterate that P-H-O-S if we were going to try to write it phos, light. Uh, And so uh, here when we look at uh, this this word, this term, uh, Jesus is the light of the world. Uh, What it's saying is he is the source of illumination. He is the source of illumination. Uh, He is the one that all illumination comes from. Uh, And you want to be in the light? Uh, We've got to draw closer to the light. If we want to see, have you ever ever had a light and it just was, I was going to get a flashlight this morning and bring it in and I didn't do it. Uh, But you bring uh, bring a light in and the light, I've got it sitting on my desk, Brother Jay. Uh, I don't carry any, uh, I mentioned something about using my phone for a flashlight and so he brought me uh, a little little flashlight for my keychain and so now it's on my my keychain with my truck, but I don't carry those keys all the time with me. But uh, just having that little uh, light. And sometimes the light is just good enough for right where you're at. Sometimes lights are just unbelievably bright. I've got a spotlight that I use when I'm hunting. Just kidding. <laughs> for those of you that are hunters, you know that you're not allowed to do that. Uh, so anyway, but I do have a big spotlight, and uh, I don't remember, it's like a million candle spotlight. 
And so, I mean, you, you plug that, you put that thing out there and it is just uh, so bright. Uh, and you can reach out and touch somebody with that light. Uh, but there are some lights that it only, it will just light right where uh, that source is. And uh, the Lord is the light of the world. Uh, but we've got to draw closer to that light. And as we get closer to light, the clearer we see and and so uh, we want to we want to do that. So I'm going to look at several things this morning about Jesus being the light and looking at that light and looking at this story uh, and how God used uh, this star and the light of that star uh, to make a difference. I want you to see first of all that light catches our attention. Light catches our attention. In Matthew 2, 2, he said, uh, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east. There was something about that, that night, that light, uh, it was there in the darkness. And, and oftentimes, it's the dark times in light, life that we notice the light. You know, this, this light, this star, there are millions of stars. There are millions of stars. Yet there was something about the condition of those individuals, the position of where they were at, the events that was going on in their life that caused them to pick out one star. Now, granted, God was drawing them. God was working in their life. Uh, but you know what? We have to respond to the light that God gives us. And these individuals, there were, there were millions of people on the earth that could have looked up to the heaven and see, seen that star. But we know of some of these individuals. We say that there were three wise men because there were three gifts. Uh, and, and, of, and we don't believe that there were only three wise men uh, that came and they did not come to the manger and they didn't come to Jesus when he was uh, born. Uh, there was a... a Brother Ludwig would always point that out. Uh, and so, uh, but with that, uh, these, these wise men, there was something that God was doing in their life that caused them to see uh, that star. Light catches our attention. And, uh, and this light, uh, it represents, light represents hope in anybody's language. Light represents hope in any condition that you are in. Light, uh, it, it represents hope uh, to any individual. And we are drawn to light. We're drawn to light. Just like we're drawn to fire. Why are we drawn to fire? I think it's primarily because of the light. Then there is heat that comes from light. Uh, turn, a, turn a flashlight on. You got a good flashlight? Turn a flashlight on. Uh, and I've got one of those O-lights. And uh, O-light, is that OLED, O-light? Uh, and and uh, one day I, was, I had put it in my pocket, clipped it to my pocket. And anyway, uh, all of a sudden my leg was burning. I was trying to figure out what in the world is going on. Uh, and my flashlight was on. And you know what? Light brings heat. But light, uh, we're attracted. Uh, we're attracted to light. Uh, we're drawn to it. These wise men, uh, there was something different about that star. Uh, it was his star. These are Gentiles. But they knew that it was his star. 
There was, there was something, this, law, this light, it drew the attraction. Uh, it got their attention. Uh, they didn't see his star from within the comfort of their home. They saw the star from being in the darkness. When you get away from town and you get out in the country and you get away from all the streets, street lights and houses, you know what you see? The light, the stars are so much brighter. But they're not. They don't get brighter just because we go out in the country. They're the same brightness. It's just they are not impacted. They're, the light has not been uh, affected by the other uh, noise cancellation with the other lights. And so uh, someone uh, was in a, maybe a dark place and someone was searching and someone was looking and someone had questions about God. Someone had questions about creation. Someone had c- uh, questions about their existence and that light drew their attention. Light, it, it caught, it catches our attention. Secondly, light creates interest. Light creates interest. It causes questions. Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship. Where is, where is he that is born? Uh, they didn't come, they didn't just look out uh, one day, look out up in the sky and say, oh man, that's a different star. Where is he that is born of the Jews? It didn't happen that way. They saw that star and it got them thinking. It got them, what is the meaning? What is the purpose of this star? It, it created questions and those questions uh, caused them to go down a path to glean some answers and, uh, and God has a way of getting our attention. But you know what? The world... Uh, at least America knows that Christ was born. That's why we celebrate Christmas. But not everybody is seeking Christ. Not everybody is asking those questions. Why did he come? You see, the light, it catches our attention. The light, uh, it causes us uh, to question. Uh, it causes those questions to come. And uh, where is he now? They, they came to this conclusion that it was Christ's star, the Messiah's star. This is the star that was prophesied of. But they didn't, they didn't just look up in the sky one day and say, oh, that's That is the Messiah's star. Uh, There were questions. They had to search things out uh, to be able to do that. I have have spent a lot of hours and time uh, looking at stars, uh, hunting or camping and uh, and, uh, going out and looking just at the sky. And and you look and you see the the, uh, magnificence of God and you see the the creation and the vastness of his grandeur. And you you can look and see that uh, there, there is just so much there that we can't even begin to comprehend. But I never once walked out and said, hmm, that star right there, it must have been about Christ. God was working in their life, in their life. He had given them light and they responded to it. 
You know what happened? They responded to that light and they were given more light. They were given more light so they could have that understanding uh, that what that, uh, what that light was. Light, uh, it creates interest and questions. Uh, this light, that star, it created an interest uh, that they had. Uh, that light impacted them to search out answers. Uh, and many times, it's when we are in a dark place where uh, we recognize that uh, we, we, we need to start searching for something. There is there's something that we need. Uh, People who have not been interested in church and interested in God and interested in religion whatsoever, uh, sometimes it's at a point of need in their life when they are in darkness that they will walk through the doors. You know why? Because there's something that they need. And there's a hope. There's a glimmer. There's a light And Jesus is that light. He is the light of the world. And uh, they find that he is good. And uh, finding that he is good. And finding love. And finding peace. And finding hope. And finding truth. And finding joy. Uh, Why? Because of that light. Uh, That light, it brings the blessings that God has availed to us all. So light catches our attention. Light creates interest. Thirdly, Light causes directional change. Light causes directional change. You know, this star that they saw caused them to leave their land in the east and to come to Bethlehem. Why? Because they saw that light and it caused them to do something. Someone just told, told me this morning that they ended up hitting a deer. Years ago, we were in college, and I was, I was uh, coming home from work. It was about 3 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I was driving uh, down the highway, and right out of the median, they had, uh, had the highway over here and here, and I'm driving this way, and then they had the big grass median, and I'm looking straight ahead, and the next thing I see is a deer it is it jumped out of the out of the median and landed in the side of my fender the head came around and hit the front of the car and caved the radiator in. The body came up and hit the windshield and pushed the windshield. Uh, didn't completely come out, uh, but cr- crushed the windshield. Body came up top of the, 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 the uh, roof, caved the roof in. I was on a test drive of that car. I just got it running. And so I drove it to I drove it to my carpool, uh, went to work, came home, uh, and I I didn't even have tags on it yet. So now, state patrol shows up, and I get a ticket. I've got to get a tow, and then I lose a car. It was a it was a great night, uh, and so uh, but you know what? My lights didn't help me. Because he come out of nowhere. It was out of the side. Really, I didn't hit the deer. The deer hit me. <laughs> it jumped into the side of the vehicle. Uh, but, you know, lights, uh, they, 
They helped, if, I, if I would have seen him, it, I would have changed directions. I would have, I would have veered. I would have done something to move to where I wouldn't have hit. Uh, and, you know, we, we see that light. Light gives us the opportunity to change direction. You know what the light of God's word does in our life? It helps us to see, hey, there's a pothole right there. There is, there is a cliff right over here. Uh, I am not going down that road. Why? Because it's going gonna, it's gonna to lead me uh, to heartbreak. It is going to lead to a broken life. It is going to put a pothole in, in my life. And, uh, and we, can, we can allow God's word, the light of God's word, to change our direction. Uh, the light that these individuals saw, it was a light that God had given to them. He had, he had directed them to see this light. He had illuminated their minds where they understood what this light meant. And now because of what they understood, their actions uh, were changed. You know what? God's, God's, the light of God's word should impact our actions. It shouldn't just impact our action to trust Christ, though we should. If you're not saved this morning, let me encourage you to put your faith in Jesus Christ. What, what blessing, what a blessing it is to be a child of God. Having our sins forgiven. Having our eternal destiny decided. What, what peace that brings. But not only the peace that it brings, the blessings. How many of you would like to have a rich parent? Yeah, you would. Why? Because there would be benefits that would come from that. Yeah. You know what? The benefits of having God as our, our father, yeah. they're blessings. Amen. There are blessings that come that are far greater than, than monetary, mon monetary uh, blessings. God is so good. Uh, so that light, it brings change. Uh, Matthew 2, verse 7, Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when you have found him, bring me word again that I may come and worship him also. And when they had heard the king, they departed. And lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Uh, so, so this star and the light that was there and the light was revealed, it changed their direction. It changed their action. It changed uh, where they went and how they went. This star, this light caused the Magi to travel. Caused them to do something. They left their home in the east. Lastly, number four, light changes. Light changes. Say, Pastor, what does light change? Light changes your system of values. Light changes your system of values. What is important changes once you're in the light. They, how, can, how can you see that? How can you, how can you know that? Because they came to worship. We don't find anything about them worshiping God in the East. 
But what did that light bring? That light brought them to a place of worship. It brought them to a place, verse 11. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Because of these three gifts, that's why they say that there were three uh, wise men. But uh, we see that the light, it changed the system of value. Uh, they are now coming uh, in adoration. Uh, before salvation, I didn't think about worshiping God. I had no idea of what worshiping God looked like. But what happened? The light, it changes our system of value. I don't have time for church. But after salvation, man, I've got all the time in the world. My values change. It is not that we don't have, it, it's, it's so funny. Sometimes people are just like, well, I had this problem here, so that's why I couldn't come to church. I'm sure glad I never have any problems. You know, we, what happens? It's, it's a, it reveals a system of value. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't problems. There are health problems. There are things that happen. Uh, but, but the reality is we, we see that the, the light, it impacted their value system. They came to adore. They came to worship him. Not only did they come to worship him, they came to sacrifice they came to give. Well, it got quiet. Like, preacher, we know where you're going. How can I worship and adore without giving? See, I don't have much to give. It's not how much we give, it's how much we have left. There was, there's no value that God says, I want, I want this great number. Uh, we see the widow, uh, she gave two mites. Uh, there, God said that she gave more than all. God doesn't ever ask us, well, there, there is nothing in the Bible that says us that we have to give all. But there is an attitude of adoration, love, and our understanding of who he is results in us giving. And they brought sacrifices. They brought gold. Now, I'm guessing that these were rich people. Anybody have gold just sitting around? Don't tell me. <laughs> Don't raise your hand if you do. All right. Uh, I just saw a news article that Costco, uh, I can't remember what the number was. It was $100 million, I believe, that they sold in gold bullion. Uh, they were selling coins, gold ounce coins. Uh, and they were uh, just saying that this year, they, this last year they sold. Uh, it wasn't in the store. It was all online. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, you know, most people don't have gold sitting around. And I'm guessing these individuals were rich people. And they gave. And so what did they give? They gave based on what they had. They had the ability to give. And they gave to an extent uh, that was commiserate with uh, their ability and what they, they were able to do. But they, they uh, came to worship. When we see the light, when we accept the light of the Lord, it should, uh, it should impact us. It should cause us to worship. It should cause us to sacrifice. Uh, they brought gold. Uh, they brought frankincense. 
and they brought myrrh. And these, uh, these, uh, uh, these spices were there uh, to represent the, the death. And, uh, and so these gifts were brought. Uh, but, but not only do we see that, we see also that there was service. There was service. So pastor, what, what did they do to serve the Lord? We find that Verse number 12, it says, And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. You know what what we find here? They serve Christ by not going and telling where he was at. Herod was looking to kill the baby. Herod was looking to kill this Messiah, the Christ child, the king of the Jews. And so now we find that they had also, their actions were impacted that they went a different way home. Why? Because they did not, they wanted to serve. They wanted to protect, protect their Savior, their God. So when someone comes to Christ, their values should change. Values should change. Now, it doesn't happen all at once. But that growth, that light, as we get closer to the light, what happens? It reveals more things. Uh, if, if you have a, a, a light and you, you look down at your hand and just look in the room and you look at your hand and, and it looks, my hand looks clean. But you know what? You put my hand under some microscope and under a huge light, uh, I might find that there, there's something on there that I don't want on there. You know, the light, the closer we get to the light, the more that we see the more that's revealed. And here this light, it caused a change. It caused a change in direction. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, some things are become new. No, all things are become new. You know why all things become new? Is because you're a new creature. There's... That means there's a new mind. That means there's a new direction. There, there's a new goal. There's a new plan. Everything changes and, and it takes time. And there's this position of uh, a time frame of growth. Uh, but, but the Lord, he has made us a new creature, a new creation, if you would. And so uh, these wise men, these magi, uh, their response to the light that God had given to them, uh, it impacts their actions. It impacted their life. In John 8, 12, Jesus spake unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness. You know, Christian, our knowing Christ should make sure that we're not walking in darkness. If I'm walking in darkness... I might be saved, but I don't know him. Because if I know him, I'm not walking that way. If I have a proper understanding of who he is, I'm not walking in darkness. We get our eyes off of the light, and we can get ourselves in a bad place. In John 9, verse 5, Jesus said, As long as I am in the world... I am the light of the world. But what he goes on to and tells us in Matthew 5, 
He said, ye are the light of the world. A city that's set on the hill cannot be hid. When he was in the world, he was the light of the world. And now that he is gone, he expects us to be that light. We are to be the ones that are shedding light, showing light. We're not the answer, but we should be able to point them, everybody, to the answer. To the one who is the light of the world. That's why he said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. You see, these, these magi, they walked out and looked up into the sky. They saw all those stars. But that one star got their attention. That one star grabbed a hold of them and said, there's something different here. And the Lord worked in their life and he used them. What did he do? He used that light to lead them. And the Lord wants to use light, his light to lead us. So let's, let's follow the light as we're given. Let's let that light lead us in our daily life. It's a pastor, I'm safe. Praise the Lord. But you still need the light every day. I don't know how many of you have ever tripped. Yeah. And sometimes we can trip. And it wasn't even because of the lack of light. It was the lack of paying attention. God gives us so much. He's given us the light. Let's make sure that we're paying attention. Father, I thank you for your goodness. Thank you for uh, just your graciousness to us and giving us the light uh, that we need to see our need for you. And then, Lord, to be able to have light, to know how we ought to live and how we could follow you. And so I pray that you'd bless. I don't know the need of each person here this morning, but you do. And I pray that the Spirit of God would work in hearts and help us to submit ourselves to your leading in our lives. Uh, not just something that someone else is trying to pressure us to do, but Lord, that we would truly sense our need uh, to follow the light that you have given us in our life. Heads bowed, 